Matt Schaff and Jared Smola here to run down the week one FanDuel slate for you. And Jared, the first thing that I noticed in looking at FanDuel is that Sam Howell is much more expensive relative to the market than he is on DraftKings. He's just $100 less in FanDuel salary than Geno Smith is this week. I feel like we might be talking about Geno Smith here in a few minutes. Any other big first impressions for you when you look through the FanDuel pricing? Nothing out of the ordinary for FanDuel. I always think their pricing is a bit looser than DraftKings, especially at wide receiver. You know, we'll get to the wide receivers, but the elite wide receivers are much better values on FanDuel than they are on DraftKings. So, you know, kind of you know, factor that in as you're putting your lineups together. Running back to me has some juicy options in the 6K range, maybe even lower than that. We'll see. Yep. And then tight end it just looks downright easy on FanDuel, which I, I feel like it is lots of weeks. You can see all of these players' salaries. You can see our dollars per point projections and FanDuel ownership projections in the lineup generator on DraftSharks.com. So start getting your lineups ready there. Jared, how much should I care about those ownership projections as I'm building my FanDuel lineups? <laughs> Totally depends on the type of contest you're in. For me, in cash games, I care zero about ownership. I'm just trying to put together, you know, the best like raw projected lineup I can. As you get into tournaments, ownership matters more. And again, this it matters the type of tournament you're in, right? So the bigger the tournament, the more entries that are in your tournament, the more you should care about ownership because the more you know different you need to be to beat out that many players and you know come come first. So um, definitely depends on the contest type. Yeah, and we'll talk about targeting lower-owned guys and avoiding some higher-owned guys. For me, generally, somebody has to be 20-plus percent for it to be somebody that I really want to try to avoid unless yep. I, you know they're just an almost lock to, to put up big numbers. It depends on the position, too, I think, for me at least. Like at running back, I'm much more willing to, to play chalky players because I think it, it, we're, we're better at projecting running backs from week to week because they're just, you know, the, the, the touch count we know is going to be there. Wide receivers tend to be much more volatile. So I, I don't like playing, you know, super chalky wide receivers. Now we're going to get to some week one favorites here. We will note that FanDuel uses half PPR scoring as opposed to full PPR on DraftKings. There are also no bonuses. Um, so those are two key differences to keep in mind as you're evaluating the players that you use in your lineups on both sites. Jared, on FanDuel, who's your cash favorite at quarterback? Yeah, just one one upshot of the different scoring systems is touchdowns are just way more important on FanDuel than they are on DraftKings, right? Because you're not getting the PPR and there are no yardage bonuses. So we're definitely looking more for touchdown upside on FanDuel. I am playing Geno Smith in cash on FanDuel at 7200 bucks. Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to play in this game. So Smith has, you know, those top three wide receivers. Matchup is really good at home for the Rams. So, you know, this, this defense is just a shell of what it was a few years ago. The Seahawks have the fourth highest implied total on the main slate at 25.5 points. So I think, I think Smith's a, a good bet to, you know, throw at least a couple touchdowns. Yeah. Like Geno Smith, he's only got one quarterback ahead of him in our fan duel dollars per point projections. And that's Anthony Richardson, who you could certainly take a shot on in DFS. Yep. Like if you, if you want to just be in on the first big Anthony Richardson game, DFS is the way to do it because you know, you can control how much you're actually investing in him and it won't affect your season long team by losing a game, putting them in a lineup. <laughs> Turney side, what do you like in quarterback? Yeah, I mentioned Justin Herbert again here at eighty one hundred bucks. Who even I think Herbert's even in play in cash if you you know get to the end and, and have the extra money lying around. I 
obviously, you know, prefer Herbert to Geno Smith straight up. But, you know, in terms of ceiling, I think, you know, Herbert could, could smash this week if this Chargers-Dolphins game shoots out. You know, both offenses capable of scoring a bunch of points. And Miami especially capable of scoring points quickly, which is really good for, you know, games to become high scoring. The Chargers do have the highest implied total on the main slate. Miami, too, is going to be without Jalen Ramsey in this game and for a while, too. So I think, um, you know, for Mike Williams, especially on the outside, it's a matchup upgrade for him. Yeah, maybe the entire season for Jalen Ramsey. We'll see about December. Running back, what do you like for cash on FanDuel? Going back to the Chargers-Dolphins game, I, mean, I think, to me, Raheem Moster is a must. He's a he's he's a better value on FanDuel here than he is on DraftKings, and I think the half PPR helps Raheem Moster a little bit because he's not going to be, you know, a huge factor in the passing game. But he's just 5900 bucks. Um, you know, he should really dominate carries for the Dolphins in this game with Jeff Wilson out and Devon Achan, you know, coming off, um, you know, a quiet summer and, you know, a shoulder injury that had him sidelined for a little bit. So, I mean, again, just a volume play for most are at the price. And then, you know, the fact that the matchup is really good is just a bonus. Yeah, he pops in our lineup generator at the top of running back because of that $5,900 salary. Turny side, what looks good at running back on FanDuel? And so as of now, we have Raheem Oster projected at 5% ownership. We'll see if that climbs, you know, through the weekend, but I'd probably play him regardless of ownership. You know, he's one of those guys where I'll just eat the chalk. Um, so we'll see what, what happens there. But I think Mostert's definitely in play for tournaments. I want to mention uh, J.K. Dobbins. He's 6500 bucks. On FanDuel, an ideal spot for J.K. Dobbins, who I think we, we both expect to have a big season, bigger than you know most fantasy drafters think, based on where Dobbins' ADP was all summer. Um, but Dobbins opens at home, Baltimore nine and a half point favorites against Houston, who was dead last in adjusted fantasy points allowed to running backs last year. The Ravens have the second highest implied total on the main slate at twenty six point five. So, um, you know, it could definitely be like a you know one hundred yard, two touchdown game from Dobbins this week. Yeah, I was going to say the way that he finished last year when he was still fresh off of that follow-up knee surgery, I mean, he was already putting up numbers along those lines. So I have to assume that he's much stronger now. Terrific matchup, home game where they're heavy favorites. So yeah, I I love J.K. Dobbins this week. I think he could turn into one of those guys that you had to have to win a tournament. If Mostert does get up well into double digits in projected ownership, I think he could be more of a fade just because... You know, maybe this is a game where the Chargers pull away and maybe Mostert doesn't really get heavily involved in the passing game. We don't really know. I think he will be involved in that, but we don't really know how much he will get targeted in that case. So I think enough uncertainty to make him a little bit more iffy, depending on how high that ownership climbs. Yeah, I mean, I think you need to get like, you know, above 20 percent for me to to really be on a a full fade of him. Um, There are other, you know strong running back plays on Fandle this week. I think Joe Mixon is a good tournament play. I think Rashad White, another guy who we're super high on, um, you know, he comes in as the, the fourth best dollars per point value on Fandle for us, and he's projected for just uh, 6% ownership. Um, so yeah, plenty of pivots if you don't want to play Raheem Mostert. Yeah, and I would lean away from uh, Christian McCaffrey. I was just sorting by the, the highest ownership projections right now. We got McCaffrey and Jamal Williams leading the way on FanDuel. I'm a little surprised on McCaffrey at 9,200, but obviously he's going to be popular anyway. So wide receiver for cash, what do you like this week on FanDuel? Yeah, we talked at the top of the show about how the elite wide receivers tend to be better values on FanDuel. There's just not as big a difference between the top wide receivers and you know the, the middle bottom tier on FanDuel as there is on drafting. So if you look at our dollars per point rank, Tyreek Hill and Jamar Chase at 8,800 and 8,500 come in as the top two values at wide receiver. Um, and I've, I was messing around with lineups this morning. I'm playing Tyreek Hill in cash at 8,800. On top of the big playability, he saw awesome volume last season 170 targets, third most among wide receivers. I expect that to continue this season. I made a nice cash lineup with both Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson 
in it. Um, so that's, that's, you know, definitely doable. And I think it's definitely uh, viable on FanDuel. I just took the over on Justin Jefferson's 89 and a half yards receiving on underdog this morning, which matches up with our projections. So uh, I'm on board with a big week for Justin Jefferson officially now, which, you know, is a bold stance to take, but I'll, I'll roll with it. <laughs> Turny yeah. side at wideout. What do you like? Yeah. Um, so again, on FanDuel, especially in tournaments, I want guys who I think project for big touchdown upside. Um, so two guys that stand out for me this week are Mike Williams, again, in that uh, matchup against the Dolphins without Jalen Ramsey. Um, and then Mike Evans, he's a much better value on FanDuel than he is on DraftKings. He's 6,500 bucks on FanDuel. So he is projected for 10% ownership on FanDuel. So you're, you're you know getting better value, but having to you know, eat more ownership on FanDuel. I still think Evans is a good play at the price tag. Then I, I did want to mention too, Jonathan Mingo is 4,500 bucks on FanDuel and you know we'll see who's available for the for the Panthers at wide receiver I think DJ Chark is almost for sure out and Adam Thielen looks iffy now after you know not practicing on Thursday so you know Mingo could be in for a bunch of volume right out of the gate he has big playability and the matchup's good against Atlanta so you know he might be worth a shot at that price tag in tournaments yeah and it's you know especially with a team that wants him to be something important very soon i mean they drafted him in round two he's a top three receiver for them right away so interesting play for a tournament lineup i agree tight end for cash on FanDuel. what do you like this week yeah i think david and joku or tyler higby are nice plays in cash and Njoku's 5600 higby's 5300 i think you know joku the better player on the better offense um, so I think he has the higher ceiling, but Higby, a better volume bet. Higby, I don't know, outside of Mark Andrews, is probably the best volume bet at tight end on the main slate with Cooper Cup out, um, a Seahawks defense that's not good against tight end. So I actually even probably lean toward Higby for tournaments because of the higher floor. Or for, yeah, for I mean, you, you said Njoku has a higher ceiling. I might say that Higby has a higher ceiling this week because we've got a healthy Matthew Stafford. We've got game conditions that are probably going to find the Rams trailing in this one. So I, there's, there's plenty of room for volume and production for Higby. I like him a lot this week. I was surprised to see his um, projection, his ownership projection as low as it is. I wouldn't be surprised if that climbs over the weekend, especially because we knew Seattle to be such a favorable tight end matchup last season. For sure. Tournament side at tight end. What do you like? I think Luke, Luke Musgrave is worth a mention. Um, you know, he's 4,500 bucks. Um, I think e- even in cash, if you need the savings, I think, you know, assuming Christian Watson is out, which looks likely at this point, I think Romeo Dobbs is, is still iffy with his hamstrings. So I just think Musgrave, he's going to be on the field. He, he should draw some targets. Uh, matchup's fine against the Bears. So he's worth a look in cash and tournaments. I'll mention Jawan Johnson again here. Uh, $5,100 and 1% projected ownership against the Titans secondary that you know really didn't stop anything against the pass. You know, last year they included tight ends. They were 30th in adjusted points allowed. And I like Juwan Johnson better on FanDuel than DraftKings because my big question on him is target share and thus receiving volume. But he's an attractive red zone option. He talked up his connection with the quarterback. So if he gets one touchdown in this game, he's a good play on FanDuel and maybe not as good a play over on DraftKings, although still certainly viable there. What are you looking to do with the flex spot on FanDuel this week where we got half PPR scoring? Yeah, so I think, again, in in cash, I'm definitely pretty much every week going running back at flex. Now, I do think on FanDuel, running back at flex is more viable in tournaments than it is on DraftKings because it's just half PPR scoring. You're looking for touchdown upside. In a lot of cases, the running back give you more touchdown upside. So, um, you know, I think this week, especially with all those attractive running backs we talked about in that, you know, 6K to $6,500 range, I think definitely in cash I'll be playing 
three backs. Um, and I think in tournaments, it's it's uh, definitely something you can can consider too. Do you have a favorite three back alignment already, or are you still working it out? So for cash, you know, the one guy we didn't mention is Bajan Robinson, who is seventy eight hundred bucks. I know we saw Jameer Gibbs get the you know disappointing usage last night, but I don't think that's going to happen with you know Bajan Robinson, despite it being you know his first NFL game. Um, I'm going to you know put some faith in Arthur Smith to you know get Robinson the ball, and I think seventy eight hundred bucks. You know, when you compare it to guys like you know McCaffrey and Eckler, is just a really nice price. If Bijan Robinson played Jameer Gibbs <laughs> to uh, Tyler Algiers, David Montgomery on Sunday, that might be the thing that finally melts Twitter down all the way. <laughs> yeah, might not be a I'm, bad thing if Twitter melted. I'm, I'm almost hoping for it now, uh, just for <laughs> just just to see the reaction. But yeah, I, I agree. I I don't think that Atlanta's going to have any issue with underusing Bijan Robinson after drafting him eighth overall. But we'll see. Favorite defenses on FanDuel for the week? Who are you targeting? Yeah, I think for cash, Denver at 4,000 at home for the Raiders and, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo are attractive. And I think the Steelers at 3,800, you know, they are on, on the road, but, you know, we'll see about Brock Purdy. I still have some questions about him, you know, long-term. I think the Steelers, you know, are an upside defense this season. So I think in cash, you look there in tournaments, paying up for Baltimore or San Francisco. I think Baltimore, especially in that, home matchup against Houston who, you know, rookie quarterback offensive line has a bunch of injuries they're dealing with paying up for one of those, uh, which is easier on FanDuel. I think than it is on DraftKings um, could be a way to, you know, get different in tournaments. Now I would say um, watch the ownership for that spot in particular, because I would not want to pay up for a defense that is also highly owned, even if it's one that looks like a lock, like Washington against Josh Dobbs or Baltimore against Houston, because all it takes is a kick return touchdown or an interception return for a touchdown or, you know, just not delivering sacks or anything big. If it's just an okay defensive performance, then you're behind some other people that got lucky with their defense. So I would say don't spend up for a chalky defense, but it's okay to play a cheaper chalky defense or to spend up for one that's not going to be highly played. Yes, totally agree. Um, and as of right now, we have Baltimore at 5% projected ownership. The commanders are at 10%. So I would, you know, if, if that holds, I would not play the commanders at 4,900 bucks and 10% ownership. But, um, you know, the, the Niners are projected at 3% ownership, who I, you know, I would definitely, you know, play them over the commanders at the higher ownership. Yeah, we know that even if Josh Dobbs isn't awesome at football, he's at least very smart, right? He's a rocket scientist. <laughs> yes, he must be smart. So if you're ready to play week one on FanDuel now, start your play by visiting DraftSharks.com. You will find our DFS tools as well as Kevin's cash game and tournament articles for playing on FanDuel this week. And if you have a big win, let us know about it. You can tweet at us at DraftSharks or you can call it X if you want. I'm going to keep calling it Twitter or jump into the DraftSharks Discord. You know, send us a snapshot. We'd love to celebrate that win with you. 